media ministry of Cornerstone Church. You can listen to this and other messages on our website at www.corner-stone.org or by subscribing to our podcast. You know, we just finished a series on prayers and, and great prayers of the Bible. And uh, this morning we're going to go into another one of the disciplines, another one of the things that God has provided for us to equip us to live life until he calls us home. How glorious it is going to be when we uh, go to heaven. You know, there won't be prayer in the sense of prayer, and there really won't be, you know, the need for the Bible in one sense. Uh, there won't be a need for faith because everything will be revealed at that point, and God's going to perfect us. And uh, so uh, the challenges of prayer and Bible study are for this present world. This morning, as we really make the focus on going back to school and praying for our students and for our families as you send your kids off to school, whether you're homeschooling and beginning that routine again, whether you are an administrator and you're a worker, a teacher, and you've committed yourself to that calling in your life, we want to have a time of prayer with you and for you this morning. But before that, I do want to plant kind of just two thoughts in your mind. We just finished and completed this series on prayer and how important prayer is. And we hope that you were able to gain some guidance and some strength in your own prayer life through that series. But let me hit upon another discipline of the Christian life this morning that will change your life, your perspective on a daily basis. Now, I use the word discipline, and it's one of those things that most time when we think of discipline, we think of a bad thing, and this is actually a good thing. But that is Bible memorization and meditation. Those are the two things that God has called us to do. And when we look into his word, we find uh, all kinds of verses that would speak of that. But in Psalms 119 verse 11, it says, I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. How do we keep our lives pure? How do we keep on target for the things that God has instructed us and what he would desire for us? And that is to store up his word in our heart. Well, what does that mean to store up? It means to memorize. It means to commit ourselves to uh, memory the things and the truths of God's word. Now, I, I doubt that any of you have probably memorized even an entire book of the Bible. And uh, there was a time years ago that I had the James gang. And, and we actually attempted to memorize the entire book of James. And before I was called away from that church, we had gone through a lot of James. And, and it was going to be a, a year challenge. But this morning, I'm not saying memorize the entire word of God. I'm certainly not saying, okay, even take the whole book of James. But really taking some pertinent verses of truth and hiding them in our hearts. I promise you that, uh, well, no, God promises you that it will change your life more than anything. I don't know how many of our students from the you know kindergarten all the way up to seniors in high school are actually taking their Bibles to school. Um, I didn't take my Bible to school when, when I was that age, and yet I could take the Word of God with me. How do I do that? Because I store that in my mind and in my heart. And so you may not take the physical Bible. I, I realize that we have phones today, and so we can just call up any verse at any point in time, and that's great. But what if your phone goes down? There is such, uh, even in this modern age of technology, when you're just a couple kind of pushes away from getting any version of the Bible that you want, to have that in your mind and in your heart. And that's what Psalms 119.11 means. 
If we go down a couple of verses to verses 15 and 16, it says, I will meditate on your precepts and fix my eyes on your ways. I will delight in your statutes. I will not forget your word. Memorization is good. And I don't know how many of you ever had to memorize like during vacation Bible school in order to get a prize for that day. And so we kind of put it in there and it's there maybe for about 20 or 30 seconds or long enough to get the prize or the points that we needed. But when we talk about memorization of God's word and meditating on God's word, what we're really talking about is that it becomes a part of us. It's not just something we've remembered some words, but when we meditate upon something, you know, modern, like, you know, Eastern meditation is that you're, you're getting rid of faults. You're kind of coming to a nothingness. Well, this is just the opposite. Biblical meditation is actually so meditating and focusing on God's word that it becomes a part of our thinking, a, a part of our very being. And so that's what we get from memorizing God's word. And so this morning, I just want to, to, to think about what if we do memorize God's word? What if we put God's word in our hearts and our minds and we meditate it? Well, here's what the Bible says in, in essence. You know, a, a lot of you are going to take backpacks back to school and you have the essentials in that backpack. If you memorize and meditate upon God's word. Basically, this is what God's word says you're taking with him. The Bible has a lot of metaphors for the word of God. And one of those metaphors is that it is like a lamp. In Psalms, it talks about how it is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Now, back in biblical days, they would have probably had an oil lamp or they would have had something like this. And when you get up in the middle of the night and there's darkness all around you, how wonderful it is to, again, have a light. Again, nowadays we have our phone, so we just kind of use our phone to kind of guide us through there. But this is what God's Word says it is. It is a lamp to show us in a time of darkness the way to go. And, and so essentially when you're memorizing, putting in your head and in your heart God's Word and you're meditating upon it, you have a lamp unto your life, uh, to your life for, for all time. The second thing that one of the metaphors, and, and you would never be able to take this to school. I can't even get into the backpack. Um, but a sword. It's just called the sword. And in Hebrews 4.12, it says it's a double-edged sword. In other words, it can cut both ways, one against the foe and the enemy that's out there. But also there's a part, there's a blade that's pointed back to you. And really that was kind of the emphasis of, of this uh, particular verse in Hebrews Four twelve, where it begins to talk about how it's able to cut and discern our real motives. You know, you can do one thing with outward actions, but the heart is what God says he wants to transform and change. To change the mind and the heart, the word of God does that. It, it begins to allow us to discern those things. The Bible also says, another metaphor, is that the word of God is like a hammer. And I love what it says in Jeremiah it talks in Jeremiah 23, 29, how it's able, a hammer is able to bust up big rocks. Well, we all come upon rocky times in our lives. And the, I mean, boulders that are before us. And it seems like there's no way we can get past that boulder. Well, the word of God here in Jeremiah says is like a metaphor, is like a hammer that busts up big rocks. And all of a sudden that boulder becomes pebbles. I know that there's a lot of times as we go back to school that we need something to 
bust up those boulders and turn them into pebbles. It also says that it's like a mirror. Either like a mirror or you don't like a mirror. When, on your really good hair days, do you like a mirror? Say, so, yeah, man, I, I look pretty good today. Okay, on the bad hair days, do you like a mirror? No. Why? Because it reflects the true picture of you. And yet, that's what the Word of God says that it will do for us, that it will give us a true reflection of how we really are. Do you think you can deceive yourself? The Bible says you can. It says every way is right in a man's own eyes, that if I'm just kind of figuring out the right way to go, my mind says this is the right way. But the Word of God is like a mirror and that it gives me a proper reflection of myself against who? Against society? No, against the holiness of God. And so when I look into the mirror, as James says in James 1.23, I can look and then it gives me a proper reflection. How does God see this? How do I look in God's eyes when I'm thinking this way or acting this way or doing these things? The last thing, honey, the Bible says that one of the metaphors of the that the Bible uses is that the word of God is sweeter than honey. It's finer than the purest of gold. And there's a lot of days that we come upon bitterness in life. I mean, just life can be hard. And maybe our friends aren't being so friendly or maybe on those particular days, life is just kind of bitter. And when you have something really bitter in your mouth, what is it that you desire? Something sweet (laughs) to kind of balance out that bitterness. And that's what the Bible says that, is God. God says his word is sweetness. It's like honey in a honeycomb that in the midst of all the bitterness of life that God's word brings a sweetness to those bitter times. Now those are just a couple of the metaphors that the Bible uses, but it is one of those that begins to give us a picture that while we may not be able to take all these things in our backpack as you go back to school, when you hide God's word in your heart, when you memor- you set out to memorize and to meditate upon it, you are taking these things. In all these years of ministry, I have not seen anything that comes close to the power of God's written word memorized and meditated upon. That's really what discipleship is. It's we're not just kind of reading books to, to see the, the newest novel thought. No, we're going to God's word and seeing how it directs our lives. And so that's our challenge to our students this morning. And uh, when you leave today, uh, we've got a couple of things for our students. And one of those is a set of, of cards, uh, 21 cards that have verses on them that you can just take with you. We try to make them very convenient where you really could even take these to school with you just in your pocket that fits very, very comfortably. But that you would take some of these and not just read them. But our challenge from Jeff and myself is that you would memorize these. Not in one week. We realize that this doesn't just come in, in, you know, in one week. You're, we're going to test you next week to see if you've memorized all 21 verses. But, but that you would hide the preciousness of God's word, the power of God's word in your heart. So that whether these cards are with you, whether you have a Bible with you, whether you have your phone app, Bible app with you or not, it is there. And you meditate upon it so that it will do two things. It will direct you like that. And also will correct you because it gives you a a proper reflection. Hey, this is what I look like, not in the midst of all my friends. This isn't what I look like kind of in contemporary society. This is what I look like in front of a holy God. 
and more and more and more will be directed and corrected by God's word in our daily life. So that's kind of our challenge. And that's why even teachers, and as just kind of a, a hope and appreciation uh, of you, uh, afterwards you can come up, and if you are a homeschool teacher, if you're involved in the school work at, at, at any point of capacity, come up and select one of these. They're all verses that have been done. Ellen White, if you remember Ellen White, they've moved to North Carolina. But uh, this is her artwork, and we would want you to have that to take with you, maybe to put in your office or put somewhere where you can see that, where God's word is constantly being reflected in your life. So this time, I'm going to ask the, kind of the, the praise team to come back up. And Ricky, if you could just kind of give us about, uh, you know, 30 seconds or so for us just to kind of be praying. And then after that, Jeff's going to pray for our parents and our students. And after he prays, I'm going to pray for our teachers and administrators and school workers. And then we're going to sing a song of exaltation to God and and we're going to be done. Very simple this morning, but do not let simplicity of this service take away from the power of this service. Our whole purpose this morning, equip you with the word of God. Jeff has made rocks just with a word on there and a word of, of importance as you go into this school year. So, uh, guys, if you would just kind of start us, then, then Jeff, if you would lead us in praying for our students and our parents, and then I'll conclude praying for our administrators and educators. Heavenly Father, Lord, we uh, thank you for today. Lord, we thank you for, Lord, just allowing us to gather. Uh, Lord, and uh, Lord, I'm humbled to be able to come and pray for our our students and our parents. And Lord, uh, Lord, the, the word you've given me is just peace as as we as we come together. And, and Lord, I pray for the students as Lord as anxiety and and, and confusion and 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 just outward. pouring of of different emotions, Lord, that you would just comfort them, Lord, that you would give them peace, Uh, Lord, as as they start back to school, as they start sports, I know some of them are working, Lord, that you would just give them peace uh, as they go through their days, and and Lord, for the parents, Lord, Lord, we we ask for a hedge of protection around their homes, Uh, Lord, that that would be a little bit of heaven. Uh, Lord, uh, amongst the chaos and the darkness that's in the world today, Lord, that home would be a little bit of heaven. And Lord, as we, as we pray for parents, Lord, we pray for positivity. Lord, as as the media and everything comes on, Lord, we know, and Lord, that our students are listening to what their parents have to say. And Lord, that you would give the parents wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, Lord, that 
is supernatural, that they can guide their families in this time of chaos. And Lord, Lord, for the parents and, and, and for Lord, the husbands, Lord, for them to be the leaders, Lord, and, and Lord, just to, to guide their families where they need to go, Lord. And, and as that unified group, Lord, your word talks a lot about unity. And Lord, we pray for unity, Lord, for the parents and students. And Lord, Lord, my prayer is for these students that they would be the light, Lord, just as Bobby illustrated with a candle. Lord, that they would be the light in the hallways of these schools. Lord, they would be the light in the homes of homeschools. Lord, they would be the light, Lord, at, at, everywhere they go. Lord, that you would, Lord, that the foundation that they have would stand strong. And Lord, that they would, Lord, they'd be the calm for some of their fellow classmates. And Lord, they wouldn't claim it for them. But, Lord, they'd point it back to you, Lord. And, Lord, these cards that they're getting today, Lord, that these prayers, these scriptures, Lord, it would be etched in their brains and etched in their hearts. So when they are having that rough day, Lord, they can lean back on your word. And, and Lord, for the parents, Lord, once again, Lord, just strengthen them. Lord, uh, with job loss, hours loss, financial ruin, Lord, all this other stuff that's on top and, Lord, trying to lead a family. Lord, comfort moms and dads. And Lord, let them lean on Abba Father. But Lord, once again, as corporately, we pray. Lord, we pray for our students and families, our parents. Lord, that they would be unified. Lord, that you would strengthen that household. And Lord, that household would be a light in their neighborhood. That household would be different than their neighbors. Lord, that household would be a rock in that community because that house is built on you, Lord, the rock. Lord, so we pray for our students. We pray for our parents. Lord, thank you, thank you, thank you. We love you and we praise you. And Father, what an honor to pray for our teachers and administrators, bus drivers, and all of our school workers. Father, I'm familiar with being called to a a, a, a job But, Father, it was a calling. It's not a job. It's a calling. Father, I know that so many of our teachers, Father, it's not a job. It's a calling. And that they would say that this is probably one of the most difficult years of their calling. Father, I think of homeschool teachers that... And parents that, Father, they're the teacher, they're the principal, they're the administrator, they're, they're all of these things, Father. And... I can imagine at times that there's a heaviness that comes upon them. So, Father, we thank you that you call men and women into these fields. Father, that they make permanent um, just impressions upon the kids. I I think back to some of my high school days, Father, and and those coaches and, and, Father, some of those teachers have left a permanent impression upon my heart and my life that you've allowed to shape me and guide me in all these years. So we ask for your wisdom for them. Father, as Jeff prayed, we pray that they would have peace. And Father, that they would be able to um, display a, a picture of peace, not because the world is peaceful, but because you have given them an inner peace and a comfort in you and a calling in you. Father, they may be doing simple math or advanced 
geometry or calculus, but that you would, Father, give them the blessing of knowing that while they may be teaching some of these things, that, Father, what they're really doing is shaping hearts and minds. And, Father, we pray that you would just bless them, that your very spirit would show through them. We pray for our our kids to to have, if they're going to public schools, Father, to to have uh, teachers that are Christians and and. Father, that they would be influenced in in such a way. Father, for those that are going to private schools and Christian schools, Father, we pray that you would uh, allow the blessing that just because they're going to a Christian school that they would not take for granted the high calling of reflecting Christ even in the midst of that school. And for our homeschoolers, teachers, Father, we pray that you would just be with them and equip them. So, Father, thank you that even in these bad times, one of the good things that have come out, Father, is, is that... We see this teaching as such a place of honor in our community. And so, Father, thank you for, for teaching us that, for us not taking them for granted. But, Father, that uh, we recognize them for the important place that they play in the church, in the school, and in the community. Bless them, Father, and keep them. We love you and we thank you. And now, Father, we exalt you as we pray all these things in Christ. Amen. Thank you for listening today. We hope this message was a blessing to you. To learn more about our church or our media ministry, you can visit us online at www.corner-stone.org or find us on Facebook.